When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, man, N.C. Davis coming in hot. Thanks so much for that super chat. Appreciate you. We get a starship landing next to a starship. Look at that. I know I did this the other day, but will Starship Booster 7 fly? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have a little discussion about that, too. I think it'll be cool. Talk about that a little bit. Open-ended conversation. Let this. Let's get this thing going. All right, there we go. And hello, and we're live. Hey, what's up? Live from Brownsville, uh, near Starbase. I can't say at Starbase because I'm not a Starbase today. I'm a Starbase Studio B in Brownsville, Texas, and. Uh, we are talking about AX1 today. We're talking about the Crew 4 mission. We're going to be talking about the delays that are happening with that. We're going to be talking about Booster 7, Booster 8, maybe, uh, probably, Booster 9 Plus. NC Davis is going to love that one. <laughs> so let's let's get the ball rolling. How about that? How, what's up? What's up, chat? Bob Brink, thank you so much. Wow. Thank you so much for that, dude. That's awesome. Thank you. I gotta, I gotta get some, uh, I gotta get you a super chat starship launch and landing. There we go. Thank you so much. You are amazing, Bob. Thanks for being such a good supporter for so long. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, 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 look at, it's like right in my mouth. <laughs> it's like, it goes right over my teeth. I just noticed this, like the donated, how I go like this. Those are my teeth. Right there. Donated. <laughs> oh, man. See, as you can tell, this is not your typical, <laughs> your typical show. Um, there's some there's some weird stuff that happens here. We just talk about this. We have a conversation. It's a podcast format, conversational community format. So thanks, everybody, for joining up and uh, witnessing my, my, my teeth, my... Uh, Super chat teeth. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> hey, Michael, what's up? Uh, NC Davis, happy cappy. Hello, Scott. How you doing? Hey, Debs, Virginia. Uh, Shard, what's up, man? I saw your thing. I saw your thing with uh, Jessica. So that was pretty cool, man. I, I was pretty stoked about that. Uh, who else here? John. Hey, everybody. Yeah, we're, we're doing this. We're doing this. Okay, so um, there's a few things we got to talk about. So um, just really quick off the top, not going to really talk about it that much. Booster 7 at Starbase right now, production facility. Um, do we know if Booster 7 is going to fly? Not really. We don't really know what's going to be happening with Booster 7 at this point. Um, could Booster 8 take its place instead? Um, we're not sure because Elon actually said in an interview that was just posted, uh, I think it was uh, 
the Smithsonian or somebody, I, I can't remember which, what the interview was. Um, but he said, they're going to be fitting engines soon within the next few weeks. So if all the Raptor twos get down to Starbase in the next week or so, they could fit the engines within a few weeks. Uh, you know, booster seven is going to be looking like the one. And I, I can't remember what the, uh, what the interview was. So I wish I had the link to it, but uh, I just watched it last night and this is just recent, like from a couple days ago. Um, but yeah, it was, it was telling, you know, because it's Elon, you know, so you're like, okay, is it Elon? You're like, is it real? Is it real? Are you going to really do this? Are you going to really fit the engines? Are you going to really fit the Raptor twos on a booster within a few weeks? Uh, he thinks so, you know, and he thinks they could get a launch within, he, and he said a few months. So April, May, June, you know, May and June, we're at the end of April right now, April 20th, 420, dude, blaze it. So so uh april may june right so we're thinking may and june maybe somewhere around there but if everything goes well you know we'll get a an early june launch uh but if everything is kind of the way that it sort of happens at starbase which is uh elon says hey we're gonna do this in a month it's usually two or three months down the road because there's so many things there's so many things that go not perfect at starbase you know like there's there's so many moving parts to that and they still have to do all the tests right so they still have to do all the tests for for the booster when they get the engines on there so because they have they've done it uh without the engines but when they put the engines on it's a whole different thing so maybe do more cryo tests do more pressure tests do all the tests again when the engines are on to make sure that it's, the whole thing is structurally stable for a launch so those things take weeks, if not a month to conclude with the, uh, with the Raptors on and then make sure that it has, uh, you know, that it's flight ready. If the FAA, this is where it comes down to the FAA again, if the FAA, which they're going to be releasing some of the stuff, um, as soon as what tomorrow, I believe, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so let me let me bring this up for you because we do have some information uh, from the FAA. Look at this. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Check this out. The FAA PEA basically allowing SpaceX to continue launching from Starbase, continue doing or do the orbital flight test from Starbase in the future. Look at where we are on this map, on this chart. Uh, the Endangered Species Act consultation end date 4:21. That's tomorrow. And the end date for the section 106, that's tomorrow. And then we have the 28th in eight days. We will know, hopefully, if SpaceX will be able to launch an orbital flight test from Boca Chica, Texas. So if they, if this all works, right, I'm thinking, I mean, they still have to get the launch license. They have to do um, all the prep for the launch. You know, which ship, you know, what ship are they using? You know, is it 24? Is it is it another model? We'll see. But they still have to build that, and they still have to put the Raptors on it. They still have to test it. It's going to be a while before they get this this whole stuff, you know, everything done. And I'm guessing June. You know, if they if it's like ramp like super ramped up, if they get this 
um, environmental study done and they, they say, okay, let's go, let's do this couple months at the earliest. So I'm thinking, uh, net June, but probably July or August. And a lot of people have said, you know, in the industry have said, Hey, SpaceX isn't going to send this thing to orbit until September. Uh, and I've, I've seen so many people, uh, from here in Brownsville, in Boca Chica, at Starbase, say, we're going to get it done, um, you know, May. And I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that because May seems like it's pretty quick, you know? So I don't know, man. It, it seems like July might be the best. What do you guys think? Let me know in chat. Like, when do you think it's going to launch? Um, uh, because I, I'm thinking July. I'm thinking July at the earliest, but I'm thinking net 20 or net uh, July or net June, no earlier than June, but they're probably going to do it in July. So I want to know what you guys think, because I think, I don't know. It, it's so up in the air and there's so much to do. There's so much testing to do. And I, I know how long the testing takes because it's different when you're here and you, like, I have to, I have to plan out my days according to their tests. So the road closures happening, you know, those are things that I have to, I have to take into consideration. You know, the last road closure was Monday, which is yesterday or two days ago. And then there's no road closures for the foreseeable future, as far as we know, unless they add more as soon as possible. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a tough thing to call though, you know, and we can all just speculate because literally nobody knows, um, when this is going to happen. You know, we're all estimating at this point, um, as much as we, as much as all the experts want to say they know exactly when this is going to happen. It's like, I have a lot of work to do, man. They have a ton of work to do. And there's just, there's just the only thing they have on their side is time. They can continue to build this. They're not trying to, you know, beat competition or anything like that. They already have the HLS contract. So they do have to do that. Um, but other than that, they just have to build it, you know, and it's not like, and not a, um, not a super important thing that they get it done by a specific date of this year. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, 
you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. So they do have aggressive internal timelines. Uh, Elon always pushes his team to their hardest. And he says the internal timelines are just that internal timelines. He wants people to push as hard as they can and he wants them to build as fast as they can and do the best job that they can because the faster they build, the sooner we get off earth and the sooner we get to Mars. And that's the important part for Elon and also SpaceX and all of us too, you know, that are, that are just fans. Like I'm a fan of all this stuff. I'm a fan of space flight. So, um, I would love to see it. Um, may, I think like at the end of May would be great, but we need starships to fly and we also can wait a couple months to do it right. And I know Elon stated so many times, it's not, you know, it's not about, um, you know, getting there super fast. It's about getting there right, doing it right. And he's also stated numerous times, like with a chuckle, yeah, I hope you make it past the pad. <laughs> yeah. And uh he's being kind of sarcastic he's being kind of goofy about that but he does want to make it past the pad and he wants this thing to work properly the first time so uh, do it right spend some time uh do all the tests that you need to do spend months on tests if they need to spend a year on tests if they need to because in the future if they keep building these prototypes in boca chica at starbase texas they're going to be building better and better prototypes every time. And then those better and better prototypes will eventually send uh, missions to orbit and they'll eventually send missions to the moon, which in turn will give them the uh, foundation to build on, to send people to Mars and also to the outer solar system. You know, there will be a fuel depot on Mars. Uh, Elon has said this, uh, that they're going to have a fuel depot on Mars. So basically launch, um, you know, launch your ships into orbit. They fuel up, they go to Mars. It's a fuel depot at Mars. Pick up fuel, go someplace else in the solar system. So that's going to be cool. Uh, that's going to be, that's the future as far as um, space flight's concerned for, for um, solar system space flight. So getting it right within, you know, whether it's a month, whether it's two months, whether it's a year from now, it doesn't really matter as long as they get it right. And uh, I think they're going to spend their time doing it properly because if they blow up stage zero, you know, if something happens on the pad because they rushed, um, how, um, how catastrophic would that be for the program? You know, the, the, the idea, um, that something were to, you know, like a, say if the booster explodes on the pad because they rushed too fast. Okay. That could sever pipes and lines could 
um, also bring the FAA in, uh, bring in more environmental reviews for this area, and that could postpone them for years down the line. So it's important they get it right the first time. And I hope they, you know, I hope it's soon, but I also hope they do it right. So who knows? Some people are saying July. June 9th, Shard says June 9th would be awesome. That'd be cool. Another delay or another day, no FAA delay. Shard, yeah, exactly. I'm excited about that too. If, if we can get going for 420, then everyone can light up with them on the rocket. Only see three R2s so far. Yeah, that's the thing, Stephen. Um, Stephen Lewis said, only see, uh, seen three R2s so far. We haven't seen a lot of R2s, right? The, uh, the Raptor 2s, we haven't seen a lot of production of Raptor 2s, but it seems like Elon is confident that the Raptor 2s will be here in place for the next, you know, the next month or two for getting the rocket ready. But you'll see, you know, we'll see. Hopefully um, they have currently something like uh, 40-something Rapt uh, Raptor 2s at Starbase. Does anyone know if they already have VAC Raptor 2s? I haven't seen a VAC Raptor 2 yet. I'm not sure, though. They may have them. They may have shipped them in. And I know there's robots all over the place. Um, and I know there's people down there constantly with, you know, filming and photos and whatever. But... Um, if there are some vac raptor raptor twos down there i haven't really seen them maybe i have and i haven't i don't remember off the top of my head um i should have added this for next year bob <laughs> exactly i know that's and so that's the other thing too like i live here in brownsville i moved here from new york just for this sort of uh craziness right so like i want this uh i want this hyped up um production of starbase and starship and stuff and it's like Man, if I have to wait another year for it, it's like every day something new is happening. There was a new thrust puck that was delivered today. There were um, so there were some some other uh, pieces that were added today too. And the thrust puck kind of drove around Starbase all morning, uh, not all morning, but it, it couldn't find where it needed to go. And um, I think it was uh, Felix. Felix is a photographer. I forgot their name. Um, but they, they saw him driving around, like, not aimlessly, but just trying to find where they have to put this uh, thrust puck. And those things happen all the time. So it's like, it's exciting to see these things out in the wild and to literally be feet away from them when they drive into Starbase. So I'm I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to continue uh, bringing you guys covered to that stuff because it's absolutely, uh, it's it's really cool. Now today... I didn't go down today. I was going to go down and shoot some film this morning, um, but it was rainy, uh, thunder and lightning, and also um, super windy. So you go down there and you have a, I mean, you have all your gear and stuff, but I'm like, if it starts downpouring when I'm down here, um, there goes my, there goes my gear. <laughs> so, so I'm like, ah, let's just wait a little bit. So I might end up going, but the wind is like, it's gusting at like 30 miles per hour. So a microphone picks up those winds and it's like, ooh, that's tough. That's a tough one. But photos, you know, you can get photos and stuff too. Um, Michael Maxey says, I think FAA is more concerned about Starship rutting than having a successful flight. I think they are too, Michael. And I think that's a really good point that you said that because um, the flight is going to be fine. You know, once they clear the tower, once they get up high, um, <clears throat> they'll be over the Gulf. They'll be over you know, um, places where people aren't and where that endangered area isn't, 
you know? So I think once they get up off the pad and out, I think uh, the FEA is going to be cool with that. But the rut on the pad, even though uh, Elon has said so many times, like, if, if Starship ruds on the pad, it's just going to be a big fireball. You know, it's just going to be a fireball. There's not going to be much um, much damage. You know, it's not going to be like an explosion. It's going to be a fireball. But not only is it going to be a fireball, but there are going to be pieces of a starship and a booster. This thing's 400 feet tall. It'll be in a million little pieces all over that area. So, you know, it could damage uh, very endangered uh, parts of this uh, of this environment down there. So... I think that's what the FAA is concerned about. I don't think it has anything to do with the flight. Uh, and at this point, they still have to get the flight license um, before they actually fly this thing. So if the FAA approves them for the PEA, um, then they still have to go through uh, still have to go through FAA flight. So yeah, if it's planned, you know, maybe maybe they can get it done by this year. I think that'd be really cool by the end of this year. I I really wish it were sooner, um, but I I think because there's so much so much red tape, and if the FAA postpones this one more month, holy cow, people are gonna flip out. But literally last year, um, I think uh, Gwen Gwen Shotwell. I think it was Gwen. Don't quote me on this, but I think Gwen Shotwell said last year, like last June, that they planned on flying in July. You know, and like, <laughs> and now the FAA stepped in and, you know, they're, they're postponing it forever. So I thought they were going to fly in September. I moved here, you know, like in the biggest rush ever. I uh, left everything behind, my, my whole life behind. Friends, family, dog. I left my dog behind, which is the worst part. Uh, but she's okay with my dad. But I left it all behind to come down here because I thought there was going to be a flight in September. And he moved down here as fast as possible. And now we have the FAA postponing things for like half a year. You know, wait, it's September. Okay, yeah. So it's been over six months. They postponed it this whole time. So it's not a, like it's it's fine if the FAA postpones it further if they need to do more investigation. But it also is like everybody's just waiting for this. Elon's waiting for it. SpaceX is waiting for it. Like everybody in the spaceflight community is waiting for this rocket to launch. Like if you're not waiting for a Starship to launch, then you got your priorities wrong. Because not only is Starship the biggest rocket, the most powerful rocket that's ever been built, but um, if you're a fan of spaceflight at all and you have like the whole us versus them mentality, you're wrong. I'm going to say that right now. You are absolutely wrong because spaceflight is for everybody. And this is a community of people that are interested in sh like moving people off the planet, going to other places, exploring. And if you're not excited about a, a ship that can do that in a massive, massive amount, then like you are just out there, man. Like you're you're not cool. <laughs> you know, like just just shut up, <laughs> just get out of here, get out of my podcast. <laughs> Like, if you're not excited about spaceflight, like, this is one of the most exciting things that's ever happened in spaceflight. And if you're not excited about it, well, then see ya. Uh, hit bricks, buddy. Because, I mean, it's I'm not going to exclude you like that. But, you know, you should be excited about these things. And I want to I wanna make sure that everyone knows how exciting it is and how big of an opportunity this is for humankind to fly to the cosmos. Like, we've never done that. We've gone to the moon. That's it.
You know, it's our nearest neighbor, nearest celestial body. We did it 50 years ago. You know, it was hard then. It's hard now. It's difficult. And uh, moving past that to beyond to Mars, of course, Saturn, Jupiter, further out. Maybe we can get the Pluto someday. Maybe somebody can step on Pluto. That would be insane. That would be insane. Um, but that was my rant about Starship because I've had some people that are like, that are anti-Starship on my Twitter, like DMing me. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Like, why are you, <laughs> why? What's your big, what's your problem? Um, they think it's, it costs too much money. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of people that hate Elon as well, who then in turn hate me because, uh, I'm a supporter of SpaceX and I, I think it's, I think it's funny that people take sides. Um, you know, they're like, Hey, you're not right because Starship, because we don't like Elon. So Starship isn't right. Like, no, Starship is cool. Like you got, you got to understand, man. Starship is awesome. You don't understand it. Um, so let me take a second, um, to tell you about another Starship thing. Check this out. We have a shirt in our store around the world. Check it out. Oh, I can't do this because it's shipping. But see, you get the discount, the YouTube discount. I got five bucks off. So I saved five bucks on a $24 shirt, on a $25 shirt. 20% off YouTube credit applied right now. So starshipshirts.com. That's our merch store. Uh, Neil and I are working on it. He does all the design work and I do all this stuff and the businessy stuff. So it's fun. It's fun. And this is my favorite one. Cramped, dangerous, difficult. You might die. Voyage to Mars shirt. Elon said these words, cramped, dangerous, difficult, you might die in a starship. So uh, it's pretty cool. I, I really like this one. And then you can be cool like this guy too. So yeah, that's uh, starshipshirts.com. No promo code needed. Uh, just go there, get 20% off. So that's that. I had to take care of some business there. That's always businessy, you know, running a YouTube channel. It's kind of like a business. Now we got the, uh, we got the, AX1, we got the Crew 4 missions, too, coming up. Um, AX1 was postponed a little bit. I got to show you this tweet I got from... Um, here's a here's a tweet from SpaceX. Uh, Crew 4 astronauts, SpaceX, and NASA completed a full rehearsal of launch day activities April 20th, 2022. There we go. We got the four. It's like the four horsemen from wrestling. Do you remember those guys? <laughs> they're, like, they're like four horsemen. Um, and then they're in the dragon, of course, beautiful shots in the dragon. It looks like, it looks so cool, man. It's like such a stark, but beautiful design inside a crew dragon. And they're, they're all pumped. Like they're all stoked. They're going to the, they're going to the space station. So crew four is ready. Um, and they're, they're ready to, they're ready to fly. They have, uh, they've done a, uh, here you go. This is a, uh, static fire test here of the uh of the dragon there we go crew dragon falcon 9 little static fire action got that ready they're ready to roll they're ready to fly but can they fly yet not yet uh kathy from nasa says as weather forecast remains unfavorable we're still assessing the best time to undock the ax1 mission from the space station so basically 
this isn't a bad thing for AX1. Uh, it's not a bad thing for Crew 4, but AX1 gets to stay on the space station for a little bit longer. They get a little vacation stay on the space station. Uh, it's it's a it's a great thing. They had their the going away party basically, and then they were like, hey, we're not going away. So they get to hang out in the space station for a little bit until they figure out what the weather's going to be doing. And these are these are all okay things. Um, they plan for this stuff. NASA plans for this. The space station plans for this. The astronauts plan for this. They've been up there for a while. Um, so it's okay to have another day. You know, they have enough food. They have enough, um, you know, they have enough provisions to stay up there. So it's okay if they stay up there a couple more days just until the weather becomes more favorable so Crew 4 can dock after AX-1 leaves the station. So we'll be reviewing throughout the day. Really proud of NASA, Axiom Space, and SpaceX teams for remaining focused as we carry out our mission. So they're, they're continuing to do their thing up there on the space station. Um, when AX-1 departs, space station uh, then has room for Crew 4 to dock. We want to provide a two-day gap after return for data reviews and to prepare for launch and stage recovery assets. So I have to get ready for the Crew 4 launch, give them a couple days, um, and we'll make decisions about a new Crew 4 launch date based on safely executing our plans. So Florida's weird with weather. Uh, AX-1 could come down and be totally fine, you know, land properly, everything is cool. Uh, crew 4 could possibly get delayed by weather, so they might have to wait a couple more days, or it could go perfectly well. It's Florida, you never know. Like any any day in Florida, it's like, I used to live in Florida. I used to live on the Space Coast, and literally in the mornings, it would rain for about 30 minutes straight, and it was just a downpour, a 30-minute downpour. And then an hour later, it was dry and all the, all the clouds are gone. No wind. It's a beautiful day. And you're like, what just happened? And I was coming from the Northeast, right? So the Northeast, it's like pretty chill, you know, like the weather's pretty okay most of the day. And it's like when the season's over, like when spring is over, it doesn't really rain that much. When summer's over and then through summer and then summer's over, it goes into the fall, it might rain a little bit and then winter snow. But it's not like Florida where like the weather changes every day, like all the time. <laughs> it was it was insane. And here is the uh, I believe this is the crew for uh, the crew for Dragon ready for launch, ready to go. Let's do this. They're ready to go. Uh, but the the weather in Florida is always the hardest part. Um, and here is uh, William Harwood from. Uh, CBS Space News says uh, Falcon 9 Crew 4, SpaceX confirms a good Crew Dragon uh, static fire test. So it's just another confirmation, but makes no mention of launch date. Eh, we don't know yet. Uh, given the AX-1's mission, latest undocking splashdown delay, the Crew 4 launch still officially scheduled for Saturday. It's expected to slip, but no word yet from NASA. So it's expected. And we're, we're kind of guessing this too, that the Crew 4, uh, it's going to take a little while to kind of get back up to speed uh, once they do um you know once they once the crew or the ax1 mission comes back down to earth so crew four may be delayed till after saturday um you know sometime next week maybe maybe they might push it back to monday but sunday seems okay um and the, the tweet underneath it was jeremy rb cox says i bet the axiom one crew is enjoying their extra time in space in orbit yeah man of course you would you don't really have a mission at that point so you might have like 
uh, like a, you have your main mission, you have a few smaller missions, and then you have uh, like a few sub missions too. So it's like things that you could do if, you know, if your projects are done, you have let that stuff. And that's kind of what they're doing at this point. They're just hanging out, it, enjoying their time at the space station. So these are th times when they could um, uh, uh, like film, they could uh, take photos, they can write memoirs, all the things that are important to us back here on earth, they could do that during this time when they're up in space at the space station. So also doing little programs, uh, like I was saying before, little experiments and things. Um, but we're waiting. Kenneth, thank you so much for that super chat. I didn't even say that. I was blabbering on. So uh, thank you so much for that. I really do appreciate it. You get a starship real quick. There we go. We'll keep you going. You just get a landing so far, but you get another starship launch. Thank you so much, Kenneth, for this. I really do appreciate it. You are amazing. I didn't see that come in, but thank you so much for that. Um, so much more room inside the Crew Dragon versus Soyuz Shard. Yeah, it is crazy, right? Like this thing is beautiful. Let's check. Let's take a look at this again real quick. <laughs> Thank you. I love how the starship just flies over my face too. <laughs> I gotta do. I, I mean, I like it because it's goofy, but it's like gotta do something with all this stuff in front of me but thank you so much for that super chat i really do appreciate it it really helps out the show a ton kenneth um you really are a, a really big help to the show but let's let's take a look at this uh, again the, the crew dragon there's plenty of room in there check this out there you go crew dragon it's like you're comfy you got a little bit of, you know it's like a like it's bigger than an airline seat like usually in an airline seat you're you're like this you know you're right up next to somebody and you're sharing the same armrest you know maybe the person next to you hasn't taken a shower in a few days maybe they sweat a little bit maybe they ate some like uh, some onions or something before the flight and you're like oh man this person really i get to sit next to them okay brush your teeth man put on some deodorant but these people they have plenty of room look at on the on the left over here plenty of room they have enough room to bump elbows they could go like that so plenty of room in a crew dragon these are just from the tests earlier and i think uh what is it it's the most it holds is uh six or seven people i think i think it's seven uh yeah michael maxi says uh, crew dragon can hold seven people plus cargoes yeah exactly i have a trunk yeah exactly what's up neil crew dragon can hold seven people plus cargo spacex suits are so cool jr i agree with you one thousand percent they're working on IVA and EVA suits too. The IVA and EVA suits will be used on the Polaris missions. Um, and the the EVA will be done like the um, like the Gemini uh, EVAs, which is the top of the Crew Dragon will open, right? The whole top of the Crew Dragon will open up. And then the person that's doing the EVA will come out of the top of the Crew Dragon and the people inside of the Dragon will be exposed to space. So they have to have IVA suits and the person outside has to have an EVA suit. So they have to, and they'll be umbilical, they'll be attached to the dragon, but it's gonna be the first private spacewalk ever. So the Polaris program, um, how cool is that? I wanna show you like, uh, hold on a second. Yeah, let me, let me show you this. This is pretty rad here. Like you guys are going to be stoked. If you haven't seen this yet, Polaris program is insanely cool. There we go. Polaris program. 
do 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 they're going to be in a starship eventually uh players program is the first of its kind uh with jared isaacman of course polaris dawn um falcon 9 will launch the polaris dawn mission from uh launch complex 39a at kennedy in florida dragon and polaris dawn crew will spend up to five days in orbit it's, it's a private mission um they're using Kennedy Space Center, which is a NASA facility, and they're using 39A, which sent people to the moon, but also they're going to be on a SpaceX Falcon 9 in a Crew Dragon. They're going to be up there for five days, um, and they're going to be flying higher than any Dragon mission to date and endeavoring to reach the highest Earth orbit ever flown. <laughs> Crazy. The crew of Polaris Dawn will conduct a spacewalk support scientific research designed to advance both human health on earth and our understanding of human health uh during uh space flight check this out oh i like that i think they added that later that little uh, effect on the button but this is what's going to happen they the flip top lid of the uh of the uh, crew dragon opens up right and this person probably jared isaacman is going to do a spacewalk jared isaacman is a hero he's a private uh private citizen um all the like all the money that they're going to get from these launches they're going to do fundraisers for for kids um but all of these like he's going to be tethered umbilical on the outside of a spacecraft the first ever no earlier than the fourth quarter of 2022 so this is a huge deal i would love to go see this flight this would be this is a a landmark flight for human space flight I would love to see this flight. So if you if you want to see me um, report live from this Polaris launch, uh, let me know in the chat. And also, please give this uh, video a thumbs up because that would be really, really helpful. I would love to cover it for you. Uh, first commercial spacewalk at approximately 500 kilometers above the Earth. That's huge. Um, the crew will attempt the first ever commercial extravehicular activity EVA with SpaceX-designed EVA suits upgraded from the current IVA suit. Uh, building a base on the moon and city on Mars will require thousands of spacesuits. So that's why SpaceX is doing these missions because they're learning from these too. Um, building a base, uh, yeah. So um, the development of this suit and the execution of the EVA will be important steps toward a scalable design for spacesuits on future long duration missions. Crazy, man, crazy that this is even happening yeah i can't believe this is happening like this is stuff that i that i wanted to happen when i was a little kid and now they're actually doing it super cool super super cool health impact research high altitude it's going to be the highest flight ever in space communications uh players don't this is kind of a cool one too the players don crew will be the first crew to test starlink laser-based communications in space providing valuable data for future space communication system necessary for missions to moon mars and beyond so basically um use starlink so everything that elon does is basically to get people to mars cyber truck think about that think about the robot the tesla robot thinking about starlink space-based communications via starlink all of spacex's stuff all the rockets basically to get people to mars and to use those technologies the boring company to use those technologies for people to live on mars makes sense right so this is one of the first steps for them to do that. The IVA suit and the EVA suit. This looks like their current IVA suit uh, with the umbilical, but it's just a rendering. So we can't really see exactly, you know, 
what the new EVA suit is, but Jared Eisenman said uh, a few days ago on a tweet, I remember him saying that they've been to SpaceX to check out the suits and also um, the IVA and EVA suits are coming along great and they're hoping to get pictures soon. So once he releases the, nope, there we go. We're back. Thanks for hanging out. There we go. Okay, we're back. I had to I had to step away for a second because the wind <laughs> the wind is knocking everything down. There's people uh, fixing up the lines, the telephone lines and stuff, and the electric lines down the street. There's like um like wind is blowing stuff over here today like crazy. I went out for a walk this morning and um like the trees were just like pushing over sideways here at Brownsville. So the uh it's crazy weather. So I'm not surprised that I got disconnected from the internet there for a second. So that being said, um, I think that's pretty much all we got going on today. Everybody. Let me, Oh, there's an, Oh, let me show you this too. I want to show you this real quick picture from a crew for, um, and McCain, man, McLean, sorry. Um, check this out. NASA Kennedy looks like you've been busy while I've been gone. SpaceX Crew 4 on pad 39A. And then on the right, there's Artemis. So check out this photo. Check out this photo. I'm going to zoom in here for you guys. So check this out. There is SpaceX, right? At the pad 39A. And then if you scroll over to the right from this photo, this is taken from a plane on the way in. You can see that the VAB, the vehicle assembly building in the back there. And then you can see the Artemis SLS rocket over here. What a cool picture, man. What a cool thing to see if you're flying in. Like that is insanely cool. So we got crew four SLS and we got the VAB. What a cool, cool view from your plane. I mean, come on, come on. That's like the coolest thing ever. And that was from, uh, Anne McLean, and Anne is a <laughs> astro animal, A-N-N-I-M-A-L, um, on Twitter. <laughs> so cool, so so cool. Um, so thanks everybody for all the all the likes today. Like we're we're killing it with the likes. Appreciate you. Now I gotta tell you real quick about one more thing. Of course, um, yours app. Of course, they help us out. They're a partner. They partnered with us. Check this out. There we go. Yours app. Uh, get 60% off of your app, your, of the Yours app yearly. Find your happy, stress less, sleep better. Library, a huge, huge library of stuff that can uh, can help you out. So there's breathing clocks. So it's like if you meditate, things like that. It's like you can you can take your time you breathe and it's all interactive it's on your phone it's really cool actually i've tried a couple of those and it's really calming i almost fell asleep during one um you can do some yoga stress and anxiety management they have professionals that can help you out too so there's uh, psychologists that can help you out um during the day or during the night whenever you need it you just pick up your phone and you go to the yours app and you go hey i need some help can you help me figure this out and then there's going to be people there to help you out. Uh, manage stress and anxiety. Music for relaxation. I use uh, there's sleep stories. So I use the sleep stories uh, every night when I go to bed. And when I use the sleep stories, they're you know they're like 20 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever. 
I'm out in like 10 minutes because of them. So unlock everything with your, with yours premium yoga, meditation, sleep. But so the thing is when you try it for free, um, you get a limited amount of stuff. And for most people that should work pretty good. But if you want to go to the, the full limit, a premium, you get all this stuff, you get every, all the content basically. Um, and 60% off, it's only 48 bucks. So save 60% on the yours app, yoursapp.com slash space, the word space, uh, yoursapp.com slash space to get 60% off and to help yourself. So I use it. It's cool. I have it on my phone. It's right here. Um, and I use it every night. So check it out. Yoursapp.com slash space. There we go. Had to help uh, yours app out. Had to help all you guys out. What are you guys thinking here? Back five by five shard says, whoops, I just kicked my skateboard. I have a skateboard under my desk. Um, uh, and I just kicked it because it, it props my feet up. Props my feet up because it better for, uh, better for my, my back. The astrobiotic lander. Um, I think so. Or astrobotic, sorry. Um, not biotic. <laughs> Astrobotic Lander. I've heard of it, but I haven't really done a lot of research, um, Michael. And I will, I have to have to do a little bit more research on that. That's one of the things that I would love to do in the next few days is get some more research on that. I think it's really cool. Um, great show today. Happy says, I'm happy to say I'm heading to Starbase now. Nice. My second visit. FYI, the Pearl Hotel gives a great view of Starbase launch site. Not too expensive. Recommend to anyone coming to visit Starbase. Happy. You know what, Happy? I, when they said they were going to launch in May, when Elon said they were going to launch in May, I called the Pearl Hotel and I was like, do you have any windows? Like, do you have any big windows or, uh, they do have uh, balconies too. So if you get a, a, a room up higher, you can get a balcony that's overlooking Starbase. It's far away. It's still seven, eight miles away, but it's a good view of Starbase. So happy. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, welcome back, by the way. Welcome back. Head on out to Starbase. So cool, man. So cool to have you back because it's so freaking sweet. Uh, yeah, the, um, <laughs> the uh, Astrobotic Lander. Peregrine Lander. Peregrine Lander precisely and safely delivers payloads to lunar orbit and the lunar surface. Payloads can be mounted above or below the decks. Not even that big. Yeah, I'm just looking at it real quick. Not even that big. I was expecting it to be huge. Um, and Rod says, I saw the moon landings as a child. Then they just stopped and they dinked around in Earth orbit until now. I know the angry astronaut's anger. Dude, I love angry. I love, I love that guy. He's so funny. Like... He's so mad all the time in his, his, um, just his personality during these things. He's a really sweet person. I've talked to him, um, on discord and stuff. And he's like a super nice guy, but when he gets going on his rants and he starts talking about stuff and I get, I love it. It's like watching pro wrestling, but like for space, <laughs> it's so awesome. He could be like a, a pro wrestling villain from the eighties, <laughs> but like, like an anti-NASA <laughs> pro wrestling villain from the eighties. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I, I love that guy. Oh man. I agree. He's the best personal story. The guy is awesome. Yeah. JR. I agree. I agree. He's so, he's such a good guy. Um, Astro, uh, Astrobotics is a rideshare transport vehicle. Yeah. It's pretty sweet, right? It's like, it's not that big. It's 1.9 meters tall, 2.5 meters wide. Um, so it's, it's not that big. Which, when you think of a lunar lander, I always think of a lunar lander with people in it. 
and you know support systems and things and then i realized like that's not the only kind of lander that you can have you know um you can have new like all the landers you can have small landers you can have things that are like this big like an rc car you can have a lander that's that big you can have rovers that are that big doing important things and you can also have gigantic landers like a starship so there's everything in between and i i have to remind myself sometimes that there are other options out there other than like an apollo lander so that's a really great one i'm gonna do a little bit more research on that because you mentioned that um sauce says say happy 420 dude blaze it brother um <laughs> uh, or sister or anybody whoever <laughs> so um that's pretty much it you know for, for the show today i appreciate you all stopping by thanks for all the super chats i really do appreciate it, it really does help out a ton um new member maria thank you so much for joining the cosmos crew i didn't even see that come through maria thank you so much for that um yeah why didn't i see that you are amazing thank you for joining the cosmos crew if you want to help out the show you know if you want to do it and keep these things going become a member you know you can hit the the button at the bottom to uh, become a member the button at the bottom of the chat there should be a uh, monetary denomination button at the bottom of your chat or in your chat somewhere or on this page somewhere to become a member i'm not sure where it is actually because um it gives me a different interface than you guys so um yeah so we'll see we'll see what's up let me see where it is actually youtube.com space news pod i don't even know where this thing lives so let's see Yeah, so if you click the, the monetization or monetary uh, button at the bottom of chat, little dollar sign or whatever, and you click on memberships, there you go. You can become a member too. Join the crew. We have some some new perks coming up for crew members, um, new icons, new emojis. Very cool. So those things are happening in the next little bit now. There's going to be other behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, uh, more content for members that are... Uh, not personal things, but things around SpaceX's Starbase, things around Brownsville, um, just maybe some rants. Who knows? You know, who knows? Who knows what I'm going to do for members? But it'll be extra content for just members out there. It's tough enough doing the regular content, but with members, when they show their support, of course, um, you know, that's a little perk you get for becoming a member of the show. So if you want to help out uh, memberships, bottom of chat, very helpful. Thanks, Yourzap, yourzap.com slash space, and also starshipshirts.com. You get 20% off all your space nerd gear. Uh, thanks, Happy Cappy, uh, for the super chat, and welcome back to Starbase. Kenneth, thanks again for the super chat, the number one fan super chat. Maria, thanks for joining the Cosmos crew. Who do we got else? Who else is up here? We got Bob Brink. Bob, you're amazing. Thank you so much for that. NC Davis starting it off earlier today. Thank you for that. I was thinking about, okay, so since we're, we have people here, um, so, oh, you can also join, um, there's a join button next to the subscribe button. Oh, cool. Okay. So I have an idea and I, so I love, I love playing video games, right? So like my, my hobby is video gaming and I was hoping that maybe someday we could figure out a way to play space games on this channel. Cause so maybe like do some live gaming or something like that on this channel. Um, would you guys be into that? Would anybody want to watch that? I just want to, I'm going to put a poll out there right now. 
like in the chat, let me know if you would like to watch somebody play me play um, space video games or any video games, actually. KSP streams, NC Davis. Oh, man, the Kerbal. Oh, Kerbal kills me. Kerbal's the worst. I mean, it's it's an amazing game, but I suck at it. Oh, man, I am like literally the worst at Kerbal. Literally the worst. I think it would be fun to try, though, and you guys could see me fail repeatedly and not get to orbit. Never get to orbit. It would be literally the worst <laughs> gaming experience of your life. That's the entertainment factor. Oh, man. It is really fun, though. Like, no joke, it's one of the most fun um, simulation games that I get to play. I want to see a zombie movie, but it's Kerbal's attacking everyone. Um, what was that? Mars Attacks. Have you seen that, JR? It's pretty similar. Mars Attacks. That'd be a fun one. Um, Kerbal would be cool. I have, uh, what is this one called? It's called uh, Surviving Mars. Have you seen that one? They use sort of a... Um, they use sort of a, a BFG-style rocket to land on Mars and Surviving Mars. So I think it would be kind of neat to do that because we're all SpaceX fans. So I think that'd be kind of neat. But also, you know, get... You know, maybe Kerbal would be cool. I'm looking at my Steam library over here. That's why I'm over here. I have a, I, so when everything, when things are on sale on Steam, I'm like, I'll just snatch that up for a couple bucks or whatever. Um, yeah, there's a couple other ones too. Let's see. What else do I have? What's another, what's another good space game? It doesn't have to be a, um, you know, like a, a rocket builder or anything like that. Um, Starbase emulation game. Huh. Do you know what it's called? EVE Online. Do you remember that game? I think that game is... Uh, I guess a huge game, isn't it? I have EVE Online. Uh, what else is there? Golf with Friends. I have tons... Like, there's so many games in my Steam library. And I've had Steam forever. For... Since... 2013 or whatever so icarus is another one icarus is cool because it's sort of like a uh, like a survival game but you're in space you get like dropped onto another planet and you kind of have to survive star trek has a new online game oh neat okay uh let me let me put icarus on my favorites and i'll put that back in my rotation um i really did like it too there's kerbal of course kerbal 2 is going to be sweet um Let's see what else do we got over here. <laughs> like bolt, like PBA Pro Bowling, Lego Star Wars. That would be kind of neat too. Planetary Annihilation. That's a tower defense game. Um, PUBG. PUBG is the one. Like that's my game. Uh, what else do we got? Rust. That's not that's not a good game to play. <laughs> if, you, if you want to stay monetized, don't play that game. Uh, Space Engineers. I'm not good at that one either. I'm not good at these building games, you know. Like I'm not very good at planning. So I like the wild stuff. You know, if something is gonna be like the like planning stuff out when I play games, I would just I want it to be wild. So. Um, I got to find a game that will 
that will match that sort of mentality, you know? So I got, I got to figure that one out. <laughs> got to figure out the game, but I'm not sure which one it's going to be. It could be, I don't know, man. I got, let me look at my favorites here. So I have Icarus, Kerbal Space Program, uh, Space Engineers, Surviving Mars, Jedi Star, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2. Oh, yeah. All the Star Wars games are cool. I wonder if I have, I do have a Star Wars game or two. It would be kind of neat to play Star Wars games because they're fun. But will the music get me dinged for copyright or something on here? I don't know, because they always play the Star Wars music in the Star Wars games. So I got to be careful of that, too. Maybe I could just turn off the music. That might be kind of cool. I think I have uh, an EA subscription or whatever. So that would be kind of cool. Some Star Wars games would be neat. I had... Um, I forgot what it was. There was like a, a, a Star Wars flight game. through EA Play, and I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty cool. Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order would be kind of fun to play. I mean, I know it's a couple years old, but uh, that one, or, oh, Squadrons, that's what it was, Star Wars Squadrons. Battlefront 2, that might be kind of fun too. Uh, that was in, what, 2020 or something? Rogue Squadron, oh yeah. That would be fun. Uh, yeah, it would be kind of neat to do those games. Uh, Mass Effect games. I'm not really a big fan of Mass Effect, but those are kind of spacey. Uh, what else are there? What else is in here? There's tons of space games, though. I'll look into it a little bit. But yeah, something like that would be kind of cool. Maybe we could do that tomorrow. Maybe that might be a fun thing to do tomorrow. Um, do some space game play, play stuff. Maybe do it tonight. I'm not sure. Um, but I'll have to download some games and uh, we could play some games together. That'd be fun. I think it'd be interesting to just like be goofy, you know, because it's all cool and everything. I mean, I know the show is called the Space News Pod, but it's also, you know, news. Eh, let's play some games. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be an interesting, like a different thing to do, you know, every once in a while, like once a week to a, a two hour, two, three hour game stream. Tomorrow, please, I have uh, plans tonight. What time is good for you guys, too? Because I do I do these in the middle of the day because I think it's sort of it's easier, you know, because people are at their computers, people are at their devices already, um, and they might be doing something with, um, you know, they might be doing something with work or school or, you know, studying or whatever, but they also have their, um, you know, we could do, you know, together. We could do that. Space Community Podcast. Oh, yeah, there you go. We could do that. This, and we could talk from, um, you know, we could talk about space stuff too, you know, space news stuff while we're playing games. So if something's happening um, in the space flight industry, we can always, um, you know, we could always, uh, we could talk about that stuff. I want to see someone come up with a program that replaces workers in the Starbase YouTube videos with Kerbals. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be cool. We'd have to get some animations. I think that's possible. Yeah, yeah, it would be totally possible. Uh, it would, it would, we'd have to rig them. There's a way to do it, though. I, I know I know we could do it. Oh, man, we have 99 likes. Can we get 100? Is there anybody out there that would just give one more like? That's because we're so close. I think it would be cool to just hit 100 likes today. That would be freaking sweet. 
Um, so, uh, so I'll I'll look at uh, I'll look at some games for you. Kerbal might be a good one to watch me just lose my mind on and watch me go crazy. Hundred likes done. Thank you so much. Oh, we're at one hundred and two. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Kerbal might be one where I just go crazy. Um, and if you guys want to see me go nuts and get super frustrated, or just build like a mega rocket that blows up a lot, it doesn't land, and then I strand my Kerbins, uh, you know, in space someplace. Maybe, just maybe, we could play that. That would be fun. All right, Kerbal Meltdown would be great to watch. All right, Nancy. All right, let's do that. Let's do Kerbal tomorrow. I'll plan it out. I'll put up a, I'll put up a thing uh, for tomorrow. Um, you know, I'll put up a thing for tomorrow, a notification for you guys, and we'll do some live gaming. We'll play some Kerbal, and I'll just lose my mind. It'll be horrible. <laughs> It's going to be fun though. You guys, you guys are going to see me in a different light. I also have a Twitch channel. So, um, I play over there sometimes, but I play other games, so not space related. Um, so I'll, I'll let you guys know about that one too. There's a, uh, space news pod Twitch channel, but I don't, I don't really use that, but I have another one too. Um, I think that's it. Check out starshipshirts.com. Also memberships really, really helpful. Um, thank you so much, Maria, for becoming a member of the show again. Uh, Happy Cappy, Kenneth. Um, who else do we got here? We got Maria there. We got NC Davis. And we got Bob Brink. And I think that was it today. Thank you to everybody who's just hanging out. Like, we're just chilling. So uh, thanks for helping out and being part of this. And thank you for making up my mind for me about video games. Because I was been thinking about it for a while. And I didn't know it was going to be a fun thing to do. But here we go. It doesn't have to only be news on this channel. I can do whatever I want. I do what I want. <laughs> so uh, that's it. Here are some other people. Also, thanks to uh, yourzap, yourzap.com slash space. I'm going to do it. I'm going to hit the button. Here are a few people. I still got to fix this, but it's better than it was. The ending screen. Thanks, Michael, for all of your input today. Thanks for all the uh, the suggestions for games, everybody. Really do appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll talk about some space stuff while playing games next time. And you'll watch me lose my mind. These carbons are gonna get it. I'm telling you that. They're gonna they're gonna pay. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Take care. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. For me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning, and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. You don't need a reason when the one and only hot and melty sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. And now save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, only $19.99, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.